Yo, what's going on? It's Tony here. And today's movie that we're going to be discussing is Seven. Um, David Fincher's masterpiece of a film. Um, his best work as a director, in my opinion. And well, yeah, let's find out what's in the box. Up next. So let's get started with today's episode. Um, I don't even know how to start it, but where do I begin? Mm, well, movie seven was released September twenty second, nineteen ninety five. Um, the cast includes Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Arlie Ermey. And box office for this movie was $327 million, which in its time was a pretty successful movie, if you ask me. Runtime of 2 hours and 7 minutes, and is directed by the one and only David Fincher. And it's crazy to think of the year 1995 as it was such a good year for movies in general. You know, across the board, you know, because this movie came out that year. The Usual Suspects came out this year. Casino, Heat, you know, those four by themselves are, you know, historical movies and have their own, you know, place in the history of cinema. And honestly, I would say this movie, even though I wasn't born, of course, when this movie came out, I feel like this movie has aged well as... You know, according to some research that I did, this movie wasn't, I guess, portrayed very well in its time when it came out. You know, like, it got zero nominations at the Oscars. Like, how could this film have gotten zero nominations? Like, it it blows my mind to think that in 1995, when this movie came out, that nobody was nominated when it's such a great film. So yeah, I feel like in its time it wasn't as appreciated as much, but now as time has passed and people have looked back to this movie, it's it's been well received. And it's I guess you could call this movie a dark mainstream America movie. It was the darkest mainstream America movie ever. As I don't know the storyline and the the theme of the movie is just so dark and twisted, you know? And... Honestly, I feel like, in my opinion, Freeman could have definitely gotten nominated for Best Actor. That could have at least been one of them. David Fincher for Best Director, as this was probably, like, his first movie where he really popped off and, you know, showed showed us what you know, his movies are all about, and it kind of led, it kind of, I guess you could say, set the the tone for what was to come with his movies, you know, and his other movies such as um, Zodiac, and, you know, what other ones, Gone Girl, or his, I guess, meticulous way of making movies and stuff, you know, 
or even Kevin Spacey too for best supporting actor like he put on a performance as John Doe you know I feel like he would like it was his performance as John Doe was so amazing like it definitely was well deserving of Oscar nomination even though he did get nominated for the usual suspects you know and they're both they were both kind of like twisted movies I guess and like I guess the storyline would kind of twist and you know kind of mind fuck you in a way um but yeah even the car ride alone with Spacey in seven towards like the end of the movie is that's that's probably one of the best scenes ever you know in cinematic history but hey the Oscars are gonna Oscar and yeah so of course this movie came out after usual the usual suspect so Spacey was you know was hitting was seen in home runs in 1995 with you know back-to-back you know bombshell of performances and there was a lot of a, a lot of interest in serial killers during this time which I guess led to the making of this movie and another thing we could talk about is oh Brad Pitt Brad Pitt and if you all don't know Brad Pitt is probably my favorite actor ever so this was probably like his first like I guess big movie I guess you could call it or main not mainstream yeah kind of mainstream I guess you could call it and he he also as well was with Kevin Spacey had a an amazing performance in this movie and I guess this movie too was it showed why David Fincher is one of like the top five most influential movie makers ever I guess you know I don't know who which other five or which other four people you would have but David Fincher is definitely one of those you know, because he took a lot of risks with this movie, you know, this movie, I don't know, it's just so much, like, darkness in it, and, like, twisted stuff, it, you know, it could have been, like, this is, this is not an easy movie to make, and, you know, he, and David Fincher did not play it safe, either, in this movie, you know, he kind of went, he went kind of hard, and with, all the aspects that came with this movie with the torture and the seven sins and the murders and all that you know but hey David Fincher was able to pull it off so hats off to him and it's crazy to think that David Fincher um almost quit making movies before he made this one cuz he had made um the third movie of the I guess you could call it the the alien movies he made alien 3 and that movie wasn't well perceived so he almost quit move, making movies after that but then I don't know what, I don't honestly I don't, I don't know what motivated him to make 7 oh yes it was that the script he thought the script was so good so he felt like making this movie which hey I'm glad he did because this, this is hands down probably my favorite David Fincher movie and it's crazy because this this is kind of like a, a modern movie, I guess you could sort of call it. You know, a movie where it's men in suits and, you know, they walk around the city and, 
you know that those type of movies just I feel like never get old and they kind of suck you in and you know I just really enjoy those another thing about this movie is about Gwyneth Paltrow she is I'd say in her peak of her looks in this movie I'd say this one or the Royal Tenenbaums I wouldn't know which one but this one she she definitely looks looks gorgeous in this movie and it's weird how this movie is like so disturbing and so like the opposite of like good but it's so rewatchable like I've I don't know how many times I've rewatched this movie but I don't know it's just it's so well structured and well made that it just sucks you in every time and it's the story so good too that it just makes me want to watch it you know and it makes detective work not seem so boring you know because the movie's so meticulous and you know it's very patient but not slow and like it goes deep into you know the little in tricks and things that go into detectives work you know as you know Somerset for example in the movie when he's like looking and just pacing walking around the room you know taking a look at everything or like even with the painting when they find a painting on the wall and he's like rubbing the painting you know trying to find any little thing that could help him and he's patient and he's calm you know but yeah I also another thing I feel like I'd say the first or the main four, five actors in this movie were perfect. Like, I feel like it couldn't have been like anybody else. You know, it was, they were perfectly placed in each character and they all delivered, you know, and they all were able to, I guess, step up to the plate and they delivered all of them. You know, even the script too, the script is very well well written and very well meticulous and all that. And the ending, we'll talk about the ending later because the ending is just, we'll make that its own category. And now we'll go ahead and just talk about it now. One thing I learned from this movie or after watching it, I guess, and a little research, was that the movie was supposed to end right when Detective Mills shoots John Doe. Like, the screen was supposed to go black after that, which would have honestly been pretty crazy. You know, it would have been so intense. That scene, I remember watching that scene for the first time, and it just being, like, so intense and so good. And I don't know, like, that's... It would have been so crazy for the movie to end that way instead of with, you know, the quote um, from Somerset um, about how, about the world. I forgot what it was, honestly. Um, But yeah, um, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. I mean, that's a good, that was another good way to end it, but ending it just with it after Detective Mills shoots Shonda would have been too much it would have been too much <laughs> um is this a well, question i asked myself too while watching this is if this was a top three brad pitt performance i feel like it's in the conversation 
I definitely would throw in Inglorious Bastards in the top three, or even Moneyball. Brad Pitt just has too many like well performances and good performances to pick from. But this is definitely one of his best and one of his earliest ones too. And it's crazy in the movie too. Like the more I watched it, the more I realized how opposite Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman were to each other. How Brad Pitt was always like kind of like anxious and always not wanting to wait and impatient and just always like jittery and like always wanting to find something new or this and that, you know? And inexperienced too. Inexperienced and you could tell he was the younger detective in this. And how Morgan Freeman is just so calm and patient and you know, meticulous with all his work and very understanding and very wise and you know, he's not gonna get mad and stuff like that, you know, not like Detective Mills, you know, yelling for having to read freaking the Canterbury Tales or stuff like that, you know. And it kind of shows how Detective Mills is a little fish in a big pond, and you know. Also, it kind of shows how I kind of realized that this movie is a Sherlock Holmes movie where Watson is an idiot, you know. And I feel like the scene where Morgan Freeman realizes that is the scene when the dinner scene when Somerset goes to Detective Mills' house to have dinner, and he just looks at Mills, you know, playing with his dogs, and he's like, "Damn, yeah, I think he's like I, he probably thinks to himself, damn, this guy's this guy's probably an idiot." Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is that this is Morgan Freeman's movie. I feel like he kind of sets the pace and the tone for this movie. Not only with his presence, but with, you know, his acting. You know, he's so good in this movie, uh, portraying a detective, you know. And, like, the work it takes behind it and the toll it takes on, you know, someone to do all this work, you know. The dinner scene is also probably one of the best ones of the movie. With Pitt, Pacho, and Morgan Freeman. As they all just sat together and ate dinner. Especially with that one moment when they all start laughing. Or Morgan Freeman starts laughing. Because they never realized how the apartment was. And how the dude would only take him for five minutes. I thought that was, I thought that was really hilarious. Um, the next scene I'd probably suggest for Most Rewatchable is probably the outside chase scene with Pitt and John Doe that's that was pretty intense you know that whole conflict with with uh, John Doe and and um, Detective Mills as I, th I really thought we were gonna see who who it was at that point and it's crazy this I remember even still watching rewatching it it's crazy when they knock on his door and then well of course he's not there John Doe isn't at home, but then he walks, he's walking up the stairs and he just pulls out his gun. I thought that was the most like crazy thing, like my first time watching it, like so intense. And yeah, it's even crazy to think that like Brad Pitt like actually got hurt during that scene, um, and like he actually messed up his shoulder and had to wear like one of those arm thingies, which fit with the movie too, you know. Um, but honestly, I'd say the most watchable scene would come down to these two. The, 
the car raid with Spacey and you know the last scene what the what's in the box you know the car ride with Spacey like all the stuff that he's bringing up you know about his killings and Pit 2 Pit firing back at him with like with like I don't know like just trying to I guess belittle him you know when in the end you know he killed his wife which is crazy like one of my favorite quotes from the car ride scene is you're no messiah you're a, you're a movie of the week you're a fucking t-shirt at best you know and it's crazy like he's telling him all this and you know John Doe's like just wait just wait you you have no idea what, what's in store and it's crazy cause he didn't and even the the last scene with the whole like car pulling up with the delivery for mills and the box like oh like that's that's one scene or this movie in general honestly is one movie that after the first time watching it it's like never gonna be the same because you won't have that twist you know in the end that has you just you know completely mind fucked honestly you know or even another scene that i really enjoyed is when um john doe gets out the cab and goes into the I guess the detective's offices for Mills and Somerset with all the blood on his hands and his fingertips cut I thought that was that was a pretty crazy scene but yeah this whole movie in general is there's there's too many scenes honestly you know you might as well just watch the whole movie and yeah, again, Spacey is is amazing in this movie. You know, I feel like nobody could have pulled off that role like him. You know, and honestly, I feel like a lot of things have have aged the best, have aged great with this movie. You know, including one thing that I enjoy from this movie, which is like something little, but it's the opening credits with like, um, I guess John Doe. You could call it John Doe's like like writing and his his things that he was doing like his fingertips like I don't even know how to explain it honestly but that whole opening credits was an interesting way to start a movie you know instead of just like an old fashioned way of doing it with just like a song over like you know like a fucking just a white shot of something of like a city with music playing you know with everybody's name going across the screen like it was a different way of doing it you know which just was something I really enjoyed um, another thing that stages the best is, I'd say the concept of, of the, the screenplay, I guess, or the, the script, you know, the concept of the seven sins with the seven murders, you know, it's such a brilliant idea, you know. Also, Freeman, Freeman figuring, I guess, figuring out this case too, like, how. Even in the beginning of the movie, when when um, um, Detective Somerset brings up to um, I forget his name, but Arlie Ermy's character, which is Freeman's boss, when he's talking to him about the seven, how he's gonna kill again, because he feels like this was like something that had to do with the sins, you know, or something like that, and 
how he sort of just slowly figures out John Doe's plan for his murders. And he has that sort of great voila moment, you know? And another thing that I realized too while rewatching this movie multiple times is that, you know, with this, you know, screenplay and everything, you know, they literally created hell hell on earth or in a movie because this city this city in general with all the crime and you know with how bad the city is you know it's trashy it's raining all the time you know murders the crime all that you know even with Somerset when he's in the cab that going to the library and he's like um the cab driver asks him where he's gonna take him and he's like anywhere but here you know it's crazy to see how they legit wrote hell you know an unnamed city that's always raining you know it's crazy <laughs> another thing that aged the best is um I'd say Brad Pitt's crazy face when he finds out that he's his wife had been murdered you know that whole shot is like crazy one of the one of the best scenes in in movies ever and one thing I would like to bring up about this movie is that I feel like th- this type of movie specifically is like a different category of movies. It's like a thriller and a horror movie in one, you know? But it's crazy because it's not like a violent movie either because not a lot of the... Not any of the murders are like shown on camera, you know, are shown in the movie. You know, what we see on the big screen is, you know, the aftermath of what John Doe had done, you know, sort of like his... Like his creation, I guess, with these murders and all that, with, you know, the sins and all that, and his little notes, and, you know, his ways of killing. You know, this movie really reminds me of, like, Silence of the Lambs, or, like, The Shining, like, that type of sort of vibe, you know, to this movie. And it's crazy how, like, the murder bodies are kind of, like, you know, abstract art, in a way. You know, the way they're shown, and the way they're shot in the, in the movie, you know. So the, the movie is pretty is pretty perfect to be quite honest, you know. And it's crazy to think like how this movie would be made today, I guess in a way, like how John Doe would have been today in the 2021 instead of in 1995. You know, especially like with all these journals and stuff. It's like would he would he have just like been a blogger or something, you know, have like a Twitter account or something and just like tweet instead of having this thousand journals filled with who knows what you know it's just a a crazy thought to think of also it's crazy to think that Denzel Washington dropped the role of Mills Detective Mills which is pretty crazy to think of him to be playing Detective Mills instead of Brad Pitt but I love Brad Pitt as Detective Mills so I feel like Pitt nailed it so um also there was a cameo by Brad Pitt's dog in this film. I don't know which dog, but one of those dogs in this film was Brad Pitt's. Also, Val Kilmer turned down the role of John Doe. So, even it would have been an interesting version of Seven with Val Kilmer, but like I said before, John or John Doe, well, Kevin Spacey nailed this this role, and I feel like nobody could have you know done it like him. At least up to this 
standard I guess you could call it um but yeah I would definitely say that Freeman was probably like at the peak of his powers you could say in his acting career and during this time or during this movie this is like sort of like the beginning because before this movie he made Shawshank Redemption so, and that was a another box office hit with his performance I guess you could say so to have that movie and Seven and you know he was nailing it around that time you could even throw in Spacey there too I think well I guess you could say these this the usual suspects in Seven were probably you know the peak or even you could throw an American Beauty in there but that was later on mm, but yeah another question I had for myself after watching this movie multiple times is how do you mail someone's head you know that got me thinking like you know how did he it got me thinking so deep into John Doe and the way he murdered you know first of all Tracy of course but his other you know victims as well but specifically Tracy and how like he was able to just get you know this head into a box without it getting full of blood like did he have it drained did he drain the head you know how did he how did he cut off the head is another question you know but also I feel like it was so brilliant by David Fincher to not show what the head looked like because you know it just I don't know it just gave everybody their own perception of what it would have looked like you know instead of actually showing how it was you know it just made it more intense I guess you could say and another question I had myself was how did he get into a cab filled with blood because you know we eventually find out that when John Doe turns himself in he has blood of three victims or three people I guess which one of them was his own due to his fingertips and one of them was the girl that he had murdered which was the one they found before he turned himself in and then the third one they didn't know which was Tracy's we later found out but it's crazy how he was able to get into a cab with blood all over himself like that like that must have been such an interesting cab ride for this person unless he was just minding his business you know as anyone probably would have done but yeah another question does Mills look inside the box we don't know but I don't know what he if he would have looked inside the box that would have been too traumatic I guess for him because I don't even know what I would have done if I was in this particular situation you know, especially with all this high emotions and the way he, he kills John Doe too. So it's like he kills him and he's just go to the box afterwards. Does he take the box? You know, does he leave it there? Does Somerset take it? Does the SWAT team take it? Like, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, let's move on. Um, there are many, many great quotes in this movie. So I'm going to just go through a couple of ones that I liked um, this one by Somerset when he's in the I think he's in a bar he's at a bar with Detective Mills and they're just having a conversation and he says this um, it's easier to lose yourself in drugs than it is to cope with life it's easier to steal what you want than it is to earn it it's easier to beat a child than it is to raise it hell love costs it takes effort and work and yeah I just feel like he was spitting facts here 
you know especially when he says how love costs and you know it does it takes time and it takes effort you know like he said like anything in life um <laughs> uh a more funny one by a more funny quote i guess you could say by um detective mills when i think they're in their their offices and they're talking about all the books that John Doe would have had to had read to know about all this. And Detective Mill says, just because the fucker's got a library card doesn't make him Yoda. <laughs> Which is, you know, one of the many, many great quotes of Brad Pitt in this movie. Um, another one when they're, when they go to the place where John Doe has the two other bodies and I think Mills or Somerset says to Mills uh, what do you got dead dog and then John Doe says I didn't do that which is just it adds to it adds to John Doe's just character and his amusement you know to this whole situation I guess um another one is when um Detective Somerset finds the fingerprints and um the in the district attorney's office and they're they're waiting for the fingerprints and they're they're talking and that little place where the machine's doing the work trying to find the fingerprints and the dude just goes maybe you could cross your finger somewhere else <laughs> you know and how they it was another scene that i could bring up from that was when they fall asleep there on the chair you know that was pretty brilliant too um and honestly i would say the winner of this movie, if there had to be one, would probably David Fincher, because I feel like this movie really showed what you know his potential, you know, would be, you know, when it came to making movies, especially like this kind of style, and you know, when it comes to like, I guess murder murder movies and serial killer movies, you know, because he showed he showed it again in Zodiac, you know, with this type of style of the meticulous work of a movie like this, you know? The Fincher's, you know, made to make movies like this. Mm -hmm. Another another great quote from from Somerset. I forget what scene specifically this is in, but he says picking up diamonds on a deserted island in case we get rescued. And I think he says that when he's talking about detective work and how sometimes, I think he says how clues can just lead to more clues and, you know, they're just taking up all this paperwork that, you know, and he, I think he says how for the hope of one day it'll be used in court, you know, all kind of depressing, not gonna lie, and how Mills is just sort of so optimistic and completely opposite, you know, like how I said earlier. Mm. But yeah, this movie is perfect in my opinion, and it wouldn't be changed in any way. And I love rewatching it every time that I do. And yeah, well, that's it um, for this episode of the first, very first episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed, and um, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.